بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهداه يقول الله تبارك وتعالى فقلنا اضربوه ببعضها كذلك يحيي الله الموت ويريكم آياته لعلكم تعقلون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah number 73 and 74. 73 and 74, insha'Allah ta'ala. These two ayah will conclude the story of the story of the cow, the incident that happened at the time of Prophet Musa alayhi salam. And Allah says here, we said to them, Strike him, the dead person, with a piece of it. Thus Allah brings the dead to life and show you or shows you his ayat, proofs, verses, lessons, signs, so that you may understand. Then after that, your hearts were hardened and became as stones or even tougher in hardness. And indeed there are stones out of which rivers gush forth and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave in this ayah three types of stones so insha'Allah ta'ala ayah number 74 this is the last ayah that talks about the story of the cow and we said before that surah al-Baqarah is named after the story of the cow and we mentioned two important lessons from the beginning of the story Lesson number one, the very important lesson, do not joke regarding the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not take the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a joke. That, that's, that, that, that was number one. Because when Musa alayhi salam says, Allah commands you to slaughter a cow, they said, are you making fun of us? Right away he said, I seek refuge with Allah. I mean, I seek Allah's protection from being one of those who joke about Allah's commandments. So this is only comes from, from shaitan. That was the first lesson. The second lesson that we talked about in the last class is avoid asking unnecessary questions. Questions that will not increase your knowledge questions that will not benefit you at all in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we can see here from the story that if they just slaughtered one cow, any cow, that it would have been sufficient for them. But they ask about the age, about the color, about a lot of stuff. And then every time it becomes harder and harder upon them. Then at the end anyway, they did what Musa alayhi salam commanded them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this is, we didn't talk about 74. Just strike him, the dead person, take a piece of it. They slaughter the cow, take a piece of it, and then strike him with it. Any piece. It has been reported actually in different narrations that they even argued with Musa alayhi salam, which piece, from where? Is it from the thigh or from the stomach? From where? And the Quran said, just any piece. 
Just take a piece of flesh, hit him with it. That's all. And then when you do that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring that person back to life. And then he will mention or say who killed him. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used this as a, as a sign to show you how Allah will bring the dead back to life. And then that man came back to life and then he pointed out to his nephew that so-and-so killed me and he died again. If you look in, at Surah Al-Baqarah and Allah says, I, I show you these ayat so that you may think. Subhanallah. So that you may think. So that you may think clearly. And there is nothing left out. You, you see in front of your own eyes a dead person comes back to life. In front of your own eyes a dead person comes back to life. Was completely dead. Covered with blood. And then you hit him with a piece of meat. And then that person comes back to life. And then he talks and dies again. That should melt the heart. You have no excuse after that to reject any of Allah's ayat. What else you need after that? You have seen this with your own eyes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, especially in Surah Al-Baqarah, He's bringing the dead back to life in five instances. Five times in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah mentioned five people or five stories that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought them back to life. Number one, when, when they asked Musa alayhi salam to see Allah, right? When they said, Ya Musa, just we want to see Allah like openly, jahra, jahra, with our naked eyes. Then Allah says, فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةُ وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ ثُمَّ بَعَثْنَاكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَوْتِكُمْ Those group of people, Allah caused them to die. And he brought them back to life. This is number one. Another incident in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah talked about the people who escaped death in their land. أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الَّذِينَ خَرَجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَهُمْ أُلُوفٌ حَذَرَ الْمَوْتِ فَقَالَ لَهُمُ اللَّهُ مُوتُوا ثُمَّ أَحْيَاهُمْ That was the second one. Number three, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about the Prophet who passed by a village that was completely what? Destroyed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused him to die for how many years? A hundred years. Right? Who is that prophet? Not Al-Khidr. Khidr is Al-Uzair. Yes. According to the tafsir, Al-Uzair alayhi salam. This is number A. So now we have this is one. And then the, the story of the cow is number two. And then the people who escaped death is number three. And then the prophet who passed by a village that was completely ruined and destroyed. And then what is the fifth one? Yes. With who? Ibrahim alayhi salam. The five birds, right? When he asked Allah, show me how you bring the dead back to life. All of them, all of them is in Surah Al-Baqarah. All of them, subhanAllah. But anyway, subhanAllah, the ayah here, we're not going to... Um, uh, Allah says at the end, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ So that you may think. Right after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the hearts. And this ayah number 74 is... Is amazing. It's so deep, subhanAllah. You know there is a great relationship between 
the heart and the mind, right? Great relationship between al-aql, right, and al-qalb. Let me ask you a question. What controls the body more? The mind, according to the Quran, the heart or the mind? That is true. That is true. The heart controls the body more than the mind. Because you may have the knowledge. This is very important. You may have a lot of knowledge. You may have a lot of knowledge about what is halal, what is haram, what is beneficial, what is harmful. But if the heart does not push it forward, you will do it. A person may smoke drugs knowing that drugs is not even haram, it's harmful. It will damage his body, it will but he's still doing it because the heart is not pushing it. Right? A person may do something, so subhanAllah, according to the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, from the Quran, the heart controls the body more than the mind. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ثُمَّ قَسَتْ قُلُوبُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكُ even after that incident, the incident of the cow and everything, and that miraculous sign that Allah showed you, He said your hearts were hardened and became as stones or even tougher. Tougher in, in terms of their stiffness, right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned three types of stones. And this is amazing to understand even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions stones, but Allah is not talking about stones. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not talking about stones in this ayah. Allah just gave you these three kinds of stones are what they call it, parable of three kinds of what? Three types of hearts. Every stone, every type of stone talks about one type of heart. So the three stones that is going to be talked about in the ayah isn't actually a conversation about the stone. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Three stones are compared with three kinds of hearts. Number one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, there are some stones from which, from which rivers and, and streams burst forth. This is number one, right? And there are some stones that split open. Yashakak, split open, and then water comes from it. This is the second one. What is the difference between the first and the second? Again, number one is stones, but full of water. Another one, the second one, is split open. And then first split open. And then water comes from it. And the third one, there are stones that fall down, fall down for the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. min Three types of stones. Each and every one of them talks about one type of people. The first one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, full of water. What does water represent here in the ayah? Faith. Iman. Iman. And even in the tafsir of Al-Fakhr al-Razi, he says something so beautiful. 
He said the example of the first stone that Allah mentioned is actually the example of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. And the example of the second one, you can use Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu as an example for the second one. Why? How much did it take Abu Bakr? How much time did it take him to accept Islam? Right? No time at all. Zero. Zero, right away. And by the way, it wasn't that easy. I told you before, imagine Abu Bakr and the Prophet were good friends even before Islam. Before Jahiliyyah and during the time of Jahiliyyah, they were good friends before Islam. Imagine I was with you tonight. We're hanging out with each other tonight. And then you come tomorrow, tomorrow morning. I just left you, left you last night. And then you come tomorrow morning and you say, guess what? An angel came to me last night. Just to think about it this way. We were together last night. And in the second, in the second day, next day in the morning, you said, I was by myself in the cave. An angel came to me and he said, read. I said, I do not know how to read. And then just I received the revelation from Allah Azza wa Jal. And just right away, you know what? I believe you. Subhanallah. No time at all. Because why? Because they said that the water was, was so much already inside. Meaning the fitra was so pure inside. That man just, everything was pure. But he's just waiting for someone to confirm what was in the heart. And this is like Abu Bakr radiallahu And there are some people, the second type of people, even though they have, Allah says, they have, the, the hearts have water inside, they have faith, but they are distracted by stuff. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu came to Islam after how many years? Six years. Six years. He came to Islam after. What he was doing in six years before the Prophet, what brought him to Islam, a major incident happened in his life. Actually, he was beating his sister. That's subhanAllah. And this shook him up. Shook him up. And that's why subhanAllah, you see some people sometimes they return to Allah or come to Islam after a car accident. Right? Some people come to Islam after losing a child. Some people return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that after something major happened in their lives. Something that shook them up and then yes, it's a time. Even though the heart has water, but you need just to push them a little bit. And alhamdulillah subhanallah, we have done, we have done that what they call this da'wah table before. Believe me, some people come and they stop at the table. And they accept Islam on the spot. Like this. It is as if that person is fully ready, but no, just to fully ready, waiting for someone. Yes, this is one to, oh, this is what I believe already. Ready on the table, subhanallah. And there are some people, sometimes they require some, some effort and some work. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, some people just ready. There are some people, they need some to work with them a little bit. And there are some people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they said, some hearts, they fall down. Fall down for the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about the first two. And the, what is the difference between the first two and the third one? The first two have water, if you, if you remember. 
number one, a stone that, huh? and water was gushing out from it. The second one, it does have water, but it was not open. But the third one, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about a type of heart, right? They, what they call it, they fall down for the, from the fear of Allah, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not mention any water in the third one. Meaning some people who submit to Allah Azza wa Jal, talking about some people, they submit to Allah, but they have not tasted the sweetness of Iman yet. You know when Al-A'rab, those Bedouin came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and as soon as they accepted Islam, what the Quran says, Al-A'rab qalat Al-A'rabu amanna, they said we believed. Allah says no, no. Qalat kullam tu'minu. No, 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 not yet, not yet. Qulu aslamna. You have submitted, but you did not taste Iman yet. You will only taste Iman when you do what? When you act upon your Islam. When you act upon it. If you don't pray, if you don't read Quran, if you don't act upon the commandments of Allah, then you have Islam, but you don't have Iman. You have Islam, but you don't have Iman. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayah, subhanallah, talking about, so when you read this ayah, Allah is not talking really about stones, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about three types of hearts. One heart that just ready to accept the truth. Another heart is shaking, waiting for something to shake them up so they can take it. The third one, they accept Islam, but they do not act upon their Islam. But when they listen to the Quran, tears come from their eyes, but they have not tasted the sweetness of Iman yet because they did not follow or they did not act or fulfilled Allah's commands over, over them. وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not unaware of what you do. وَمَا اللَّهُ بِغَافِلٍ عَمَّا تَعْمَلُونَ So this is inshaAllah ta'ala will bring an end to the story of the cow. And by finishing ayah number 74, we finished the tafsir of half a juz, alhamdulillah. That's a half a juz exactly. This is the first half, inshaAllah. So I hope that inshaAllah ta'ala when you read the first half, you remember some of these inshaAllah informations and this bi-idhnillah ta'ala probably will bring more khushu' in your salah, inshaAllah azza wa jal. Barakallahu feekum wa jazakumullahu khayra.